Hello and welcome everybody to Theory of Anything podcast episode number 36. Yeah! I hope hey. everyone's having a good day wherever you are, um, whatever time it is. Uh, maybe it's even a <laughs> night time, I don't know. Uh, who knows? Who knows? I mean, it's pretty speculation. Um, yeah. Today, I mean, it, oh, it's, it's 7, 7.20 at the moment. <laughs> uh, you trying to dox me or something? <laughs> yep. <laughs> So today I have with me uh, my co-host Ford. You right, Ford? Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> Thank you for that. And I also have with me who I call Dad, but others call Andy. How are you, Andy? Um, and they come, sometimes call me something else. I but don't think so. We can't we can't uh, share that here. Um, <laughs> I'm well, thank you. I'm very well. Well, happy birthday, everyone. Happy birthday. Birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Siri of Anything Pod. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you have me for a long time now. Yeah. Oh, you're not very slow on the pickup there. Yeah, yeah, it's our first anniversary. Um, this time last year, first week in January, we released our first episode. Yeah. And at the time of recording, it is again the first week in January. Wow. Yeah. Not bad, not bad. Not bad. Mm. Has it been, good. It's been long or short? Uh, well, it's been a funny year, hasn't it? So it's difficult to say yeah. whether it did it drag mm. in some ways. Has it been quick? Yeah, who knows? Wow, look at all the productive things we've got to do throughout yeah. the entire year through the Theory of Anything podcast. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it is. I will be just sharing a few stats at the end of this little uh, barrage of comment <laughs> uh, just about our first year. So look, listen sure out for that in a moment. Are you sure you don't want to just go into that yeah. like right now because it's appropriate? Okay. Let's do it now, shall we? Okay, let's do it now then, shall we? So, year one yeah. in the Theory of Anything house. Um, we've, As you know, we just mentioned we've done had 35 episodes broadcast. Uh, and across those episodes, I'll just give you a few bits of statistics, shall I? 126 actual conversation segments across all our different category subjects. The uh, most popular three were the... Um, in first place, uh, the anything chat. So that basically means, yeah, anything else other than the other categories, really, doesn't it? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> the second place category was film. Funnily enough, film was the second place in most conversed chat. Um, and then in third place was matters of faith. So our Christian faith subjects primarily. So that's interesting, actually, that it was in third place. It only accounts for 16% of our conversation. The comment I was going to make about that was is that if anybody is put off by being a podcast by Christians rather than a Christian podcast I think there's a distinct there's a big difference there isn't there then really you've only got to put it with 16% of our conversation if you're not if that's not your bag but so I, thought it, I thought it permeated everything it does permeate everything <laughs> Yeah, but yes, so that's my comment on that. But it means to just steal rail, you there, right? Yeah, which I thought was okay. That's a, a good blend, I think. And then behind that, you've got games, TV, technology, literature, and music in that order. So we've got to up our talk on music and literature and downplay some of our film chat. Um, is what I take from that. The average average gap between episodes is average in ten days, even though in the last few months that's gone. The average has gone up because we've had some bigger gaps recently. And the average show length is one hour and seven minutes. I think that's all I need to say about it, really. Nice. So it's a nice bit of, um, if you like, statistics. Yes. And hopefully that's something to interest you in. Okay. Very nice. Thank you very much for that. That's all I'm going to say about that. Well, we're definitely not <laughs> going to help with the um, 
the getting the films down as we are doing a film today. Um, but yeah. never mind. Oh, we are, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so wow. Off to a bad start for for this coming yeah. year. But um, mm. I'm sure we'll get a lot of other different subjects in as well, as we say. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Thank you. Indeed. Is there anything else anyone wants to talk about? Before? Yeah, no. Um, oh, uh, gosh, uh, we've got lots to say, haven't we? <laughs> I've only got one thing to say, but yeah. Um, a fair few episodes ago, we talked, well, I I brought the fact that um, Ready Player Two, the book, is oh, yeah. was coming out. And uh, I wanted to report in because I've just finished reading slash listening to it. Um, and it, it's it's no good. It's, oh, it's not good okay. at all. The book's, the book's no good. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, oh yeah. This is the sequel, isn't it? To Ready yeah, Player Re- One. Obviously. Ready Player Two, the sequel to Ready Player One. First one I really enjoyed. Second one is a shameless cash grab. Is uh, it's, oh really? A book it that's is. a shameless cash grab. Oh yes. Oh yes. He's riding off the success of obviously the film and and the previous book and. It, no yeah. one I've seen reviewing this seems to like it at all, so I would not recommend. Uh, and my first question about that is, is there any rumours on the mill, or in the mill, that uh, there'll be a Ready Player Two film? Uh, after the poor reception, I doubt it. The I have literally heard of the, book. Mm-hmm. Of, the, of the second book. I can't imagine anyone thinking this should be a good film. I haven't yeah. even seen much. Like I forgot that you said that it was coming oh, out, really? so I haven't seen anyone talking about it at all. All the cool YouTubers who do book reviews I've been, I've been talking about it and it's, it's not oh, yes all those cool youtubers that <laughs> yeah. do book reviews there's so many of them <laughs> that read books yeah yeah yeah, yeah. interesting yeah. <laughs> on, on youtube <laughs> uh, okay I guess that's a well, that, good pick up that is that's commented on that's that's that done yeah, tick that yeah done. okay <laughs> what's next um, I guess I should talk about cyberpunk because yeah. I mentioned it before, because I was talked about it coming out, and I've been waiting, waiting eight years for it, and mm. how it, it, it's really good and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I finished the game by now, and I really, really enjoyed it, and it was an amazing oh, wow. game. Mm-hmm. Um, Is it supposed to have like hours and hours of side quests and something? Like that? Yes, yes. Basically, I've, I've done. It, I was on forty-five hours by the time I finished the main storyline, and I've still wow. got a lot of side quests to do. But I want to report in as well that obviously I played mine on PC, which I mentioned before, and I mentioned also that playing it on console was a bad experience. They've done a lot of patches since then, so it's a little bit better experience, but a lot of the console marketplaces have pulled it from the stores because it was Mm. so trash. So therefore... (laughs) What I said was true, mm. but it's not. They didn't pull it because it was so trash. They pulled it because it wanted that so many people wanted refunds from it. Yeah. So really, I see. wow, yeah, yeah. It made uh, national headline news, didn't it? Yeah, I saw it on uh, I don't know news at ten or something like that on BBC. Um, that this new, brand new, highly expectant, waited for game has been removed from the shelves. Um, so yeah, not good publicity for them. No, not at all. But it, uh, it's yeah. probably Cyberpunk's fault because they literally just went, oh, if you have it on a console. And you had like a previous gen console, then feel free okay. to contact Sony or Microsoft to get a refund. And Sony at the start was like, heck no, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't want to give you a refund. Okay. Um, Amazing. Well, so, yeah. one presumes it plays better now on the next gen console. Oh, yeah, it, it always played yeah. pretty well on, on like, was it, I guess, next gen, current gen, the latest yeah, gen yeah. consoles <laughs> and PC. Yeah. It always played really well with some yeah. minor, well, quite a few minor bugs, but nothing really game-breaking. Uh, PS4 was struggling with it. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. PS4. Even PS4 Pro was okay. Like, yeah. ish, ish okay, but standard PS4 and standard oh. Xbox One weren't great at all. Mm. So it was Cyberpunk who kind of, well, it's CD Project Red who mm. made Cyberpunk, who told everyone to go and get refunds. 
that kind of right. shot themselves in the foot. Um, obviously, they closed down a lot of the marketplaces, so now they're going to CD Projekt Red themselves to get refunds as well. Okay. So. Wow. But get on PC if you've got a good PC. It's good. Okay. <laughs> I don't have a good PC, so that's a problem. But anyway, yeah. We'll get it, get it on PS5 <laughs> if you ever get one. If I do, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, it kind of, yeah. Well, at my current rate of uh, catching up with games, that probably will be a PS5 in about four years' time because I've just been playing a game which I got a, a quite a good budget price from Tesco's. Um, other supermarket game retailers are uh, available. Oh, called The Last of Us. Yes. Yeah, a well-known title. Lots of people have heard of it, I'm sure. And I'd heard so many good things about this game. And I just want to share a couple of thoughts about that, uh, nice. how much I've been enjoying it. I still haven't quite finished the story mode yet, um, but it's been quite a journey so far. Yeah, I don't know if either of you know anything about The Last of Us. Um, I know uh... there's, a, there's a sequel to it, which obviously... Um, is probably more recently. This game, Last of Us, is came out six years ago, I think. So uh... yeah, yeah, there was a sequel. It's one of those um, very story-driven yeah. um, games that is it's uh, based in the zombie apocalypse, isn't it? Yeah. Was, yeah. Well, this is this is what I was going to say. Jump in there. I was in the need for. I just had an urge to see what it would be like to live in a world where there was a, a worldwide pandemic and. Uh, everything was going to pot you know so um that's why i thought oh the last of us is a good, a good one. one yeah yeah so uh, <laughs> <laughs> like i needed to escape from the real world you see oh yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway um carry on what you were going to say what were you going to say forward oh, i was just gonna say i heard i've heard good things about the first one not so good things about the second one really okay uh, um, yeah, a lot of people didn't think the second one needed to be made. Again, it's a it's Ready okay. Player Two situation, you know. Yeah, just, just milking it sort of thing. Okay, that's just what I heard. What I've enjoyed about it is the characterization and the storytelling is, I think, is brilliant. I understand what you just said, Devon, is true. There's a lot of sitting back and watching the story unfold without you having to touch the controller. Mm. There's also a lot of searching every corner of the map for any collectibles that you, you like need. It. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> But what there is a lot of that I don't normally like in games, and that is the, the horror genre, um, the jump scares. But they have been done so well that the tension is really quite something I've not experienced. It's a game genre that I probably avoid normally. But because I'd heard so many good things about it, I was really drawn to pick it up for such a budget price. So uh, I've, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, um, some big surprises, you know, and and really characters that you really cared about, you know. Yeah, I know there's um, a few situations that there's multiple choice options through the story. I don't okay. know. I don't know if you like obviously because you get to choose what you do with dialogue and some of the actions that you perform with the story don't you i think do you know, i don't think i'm not sure about that i've not noticed that it's very much on rails i've not noticed right. uh, yeah maybe that's something else because this game definitely is you end up being sort of funneled towards one each each map location that you end up in you you don't have much choices to make you know how you go around navigating that section of the map is very much up to you but i would say that in the end you the, the story is going to unfold in the same direction yeah. as far as i can tell yeah, yeah. 
Okay. One other game which I've also been playing because somebody bought it for me for Christmas, mentioning no names, is uh, Star Wars Squadrons, wow. the VR, the VR shooting fighting starship game, which I have been mightily impressed with. And I'll just say this about it: if you've ever, I mean, well, I've talked about VR before, PlayStation VR, I love it. Um, but this to sit in both the uh, what's um, what's the Oh, the TIE Fighter. Yeah, to, to sit in a TIE Fighter oh, yeah. at the very beginning. Very enclosed, very claustrophobic, but still quite a, um, um emotive experience when you're actually doing it in VR. And then you transgress on in the story as it unfolds anyway into a uh, X-Wing. Don't ask how that happens. You can play it for yourself and find so out. You've, you've rebelled. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but to be in the cockpit of an X-wing is like nothing else I've experienced in VR. You know, it was just wow. I just had to sit there grinning from ear to ear, thinking this is awesome. You know, wow. yeah. Maybe when you're allowed, you have to pop round and have a go. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I was going to say about that. But that just brings us on to Star Wars, doesn't it? it does. So Mandalorian is. <laughs> I was I was wondering because we talk mostly about Mandalorian on this channel. I was thinking we should change our name to, to exclusively <laughs> Mandalorian content. And stuff. Yeah, theory of Mandalorian. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the last episode has obviously come out, and uh, that was very exciting. It Spoilers, was. FYI. Yeah, what did you guys think? I, I personally enjoyed it, but I'd like to hear what you two think as well. I know there's a lot of controversy surrounding this episode. Oh, I haven't heard that. But now I don't go looking for controversy, so yeah. go on. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, there's lots of Twitter people being angry, but basically... Because um, obviously in the sequel trilogy, they portrayed Luke as being a kind of like pathetic guy who's given up all hope, like the opposite of what he is in the mm-hmm. original trilogy. But mm-hmm. then obviously in this last episode spoilers alert he comes back as like the the master jedi that we all know him to be in return of the jedi and is kicking butt taking names and being really cool (laughs) and um, people like obviously mark hamill the guy who played um luke have like celebrated this a lot and said like finally like the fans get what they deserve type thing okay Um, but a lot of people were like oh no i i hate it that he was in it like it's not like Luke or whatever, and everyone's just kicking off, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it was particularly unlike Luke. I thought it was right. Very Luke-like, yeah. 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 Apart from, apart from yeah. the bad graphics, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't, yeah. It was obviously a computer-generated Luke, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. But then it's, it's people yeah. kicking off at the people who aren't happy with the sequel trilogy Luke, basically. Yeah. Um, so it's just reignited that That's, entire argument so, again. So they're more they're upset more with the sequel trilogy than they are with, with well, uh, Mandalorian, then? Well, the people who are upset... Up, upset right now are upset with the people who are upset with the sequel trilogy. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yes, that doesn't make sense. I don't know what it does. Exactly. Because a lot of people like the sequel trilogy um, okay. and the way that they portray Luke for some strange reason. I have no idea why. But for, from what I gather, most people are very happy with mm-hmm. the final episode, including Mark Humble himself. So, yeah. What other comments have you got about it? So the episode ends with, obviously, uh, Grogu, Baby Yoda, going <laughs> off with Luke to be in his Jedi, his new Jedi temple that we find out is destroyed in the sequel trilogy by Kylo Ren. My question is, does Kylo Ren kill Baby Yoda? Good question. Uh, I think he, I, no, We don't see him in the sequel trilogy. Why wouldn't he be around, you know? So I think he's dead. Well, he wouldn't be around, Ford, because they Disney do not plan anything. And they have really (laughs) trash writing, longevity writing. That's why he's not in the sequel trilogy. But But in in universe. (laughs) But in the universe. I don't know. He could have escaped like he did with the first one. 
the first Jedi Temple. Mm-hmm. I think it was was it the final episode or the one before it? Because I watched them back to back. I think um, I was most impressed by the sequence with the four women um, antagonists, protagonists, protagonists, antagonists is bad guy. Yep, yep. protagonists. This is just basic stuff I should know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the four women characters just absolutely kicking backside all the way across this. Seat. It was it was a, a, a wonderful sequence. Anyway, uh, See, did you I did not like it. Oh, well, I no. kind of come down on the other side of it, where it just feels like their virtues are gleaning the entire time. It's just yeah, look at us, we're inclusive. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I'm but, I'm, I'm pro women. I just don't think. Yeah, what's wrong we with need... women empowerment? Yeah. Well, we don't see any male empowerment, do we? It's kind of sexist. Isn't the whole film? Isn't <laughs> aren't, aren't most most sci-fi? Um, oh dear. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> they're all male empowerment. Most of the powerful characters in in that, and most of the sci-fi's are male. So but all the nice. all the females in the Mandalorian are the same character, is what I'm saying. They're all strong female character. And yeah. I kind of have to see where Ford's coming. And I feel like people who who go down this line think that a strong woman has to look like someone who has no vulnerability, only kills people all the time, and and never smiles or something like that. Very soon, basically. Being vulnerable, as we'll see in our random chat later, can make you a strong character. And I feel like most... Well, I don't know. When people are trying to virtue signal, they forget to actually give their characters some character. I didn't look too deeply into it. I just thought that those four characters coming together for that almost finale was was exciting to watch. You're probably right. It, it was it was cool. <laughs> maybe maybe I'm just reading into it, it but it just yeah. it felt like they were just going mm. out oh, strong women. It was maybe it was cool, but the only one that I was actually really convinced of that could like deal some good damage was I think it was Kara. Who, uh, yeah, Kara Dune, and the person who plays Kara is a UFC fighter in real life. And oh, like, her, yes. Yeah, she's yeah. like really like buff, and like she looks like she could actually, you know. I thought you were getting your sci fi um, universes mixed up, and, and Kara Thrace. Yeah, that's, oh, yes. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the same actress who plays um, yeah, Starbuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, um, uh, so uh, she, she was really good as a, as a mm. protagonist because. She obviously does kick butt in real life, and yeah. she's convincingly kicking butt in this as well. And she looks like she okay. could. And but yeah, but yeah. I, I kind of understand like what Ford's saying. The other, like a lot of the others, yeah. it's like this. Okay, you should have died by now, to be honest. So it's not on our list of things to discuss now. But what do we feel about then? If you if you're worried about that, about the new Wonder Woman film, or um, um, it is Wonder Woman, isn't it? Nineteen eighty. Yeah. Four, you know, I mean, there's a female character. What's the other? Um, there's another one. Wasn't Captain Marvel was trash. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do we? You know, what's the problem? I well, Wonder Woman was physically strong. I've not seen the new film, so I don't know. But um, the yeah. the first one, Wonder Woman, is yeah. played as vulnerable but strong, okay. as physically strong, but also kind-hearted and vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying all women should be like that either. I'm just saying strong woman doesn't have to look like the same thing. And in The Mandalorian, we got like five women who are all exactly the same. Okay. That's what I was trying to say. When you said that, I was thinking uh, the Mandalorian character himself exhibits those characteristics, doesn't he? It takes a while for us to see them throughout those however many episodes the two seasons give us. But by the end, he is vulnerable and strong, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, And we can, uh, I think only through vulnerabilities do we actually relate to characters. Okay. Yes. And really? Oh, okay. I expected some pushback from that, but never mind. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's just hard. 
Well, it's, it's why Superman's trash, isn't it? <gasps> he has vulnerabilities. Yeah, of course he does. Or, what, yeah. kryptonite? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a cheat. That's just a cheat that they had to get out of their butts to be able to go, okay, now he can do everything and he's perfect and he has perfect moral judgment and everything. Look, the films, kill him. the films don't do it very well. He's also vulnerable to magic and a lot of people in the <laughs> Marvel, a lot of people in the DC universe um, are actually stronger than Superman. FYI. Thank you very much. I haven't seen this. Okay. But you don't read comics, so... Comics are trash. (gasps) Let's try and offend you as much as possible. Anyway, (laughs) that that final scene when he says goodbye to the baby Yoda, because I forget his real name. Grogu. Grogu is is quite powerful, I thought, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. It was a bit disappointing. Was it? Oh, well, yeah, it's so it's controversial like, today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this yeah, is what being awkward, isn't it? It was. It was really good. But like, but yeah. the that he just like left and they never see each other again, and you don't actually see what Grogu becomes or know like where he like his people are from or yeah. his race or anything like that. Oh, did he get any answered questions? Yeah, didn't he? exactly. Yeah. He just it's like, okay, now he's with Luke. And I know that was the goal of the entire time, but the entire series, you're thinking, who is this guy? Two like, series. Where? Two series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, where is like where did Grogu come from? Yeah, we don't know that, do we? There was there was a lot of unanswered questions. You're right. Yeah. So before we rename the whole podcast, I think we should move on to another subject. I'm I'm not leading this today. You should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So on to another, I guess, um, TV show. Um, I about half an hour before starting recording um, finished the last season. Of Vikings. I know you guys mm. haven't watched Vikings. Uh, I've watched some of it. Yeah, I think I watched. Yeah, I've watched most of the first season, I believe. Really? Yeah. What did you not? Did it not grip you, or did? It, I, yeah, I did. It did grip me. Uh, I might go back to it. Actually, I don't know why I stopped. There's just too much television, isn't there? There is a lot. There yeah. is so much. Yeah, I it, was. In, I was gripped by it. It's a good story. Yeah, it's ridiculously good. I think in the latter, but well, this last season was kind of split into two. I don't know if you look on Prime Video, it's a bit confusing because it goes season 602 and season 601. Um, okay. It's a bit confusing, but 602 is the final season. They're, they're, a little bit, they're not as good as obviously the previous ones as all these kind of things go, but it was it was very satisfying to see the payoff and like the art, the character arcs and how everything ends. Okay. And yeah, okay. it's been really good, but that was the final season of Vikings. They might do right. like spin-off series and that kind of thing, but that's oh. the end for those characters. And, I will uh, yeah. try and get back to it then, yeah. So yeah. Is this is this an 18-type yes, yes, hardcore? Yes, 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 yes. Um, I, right. cannot, I cannot express this enough. If you do not <laughs> yeah. if you do not like these type of things, there's like explicit content all over the place in Vikings, So and whatever whatever kind of explicit content you can think of is in it. So We've oh, had this conversation before, haven't we, Devin, about yeah. things that you enjoy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> the general theme. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, it, mm. it's very, it's very good story anyway. Very In the next episode, episode, I want to hear your review of Mary Poppins. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is this Vikings from the 1950s film? No. Oh, I see. Surprise, surprise. It looks a bit fun. It is Vikings Prime original on Amazon mm. Prime. Yeah, okay. yeah, check it out. Marvelous. Sure. That was a lot to talk about there. Thank you. There was. Yeah. Shall we actually get on to the main part of the show? <laughs> Half an <laughs> hour in. Okay, so it's my turn to suggest the uh, 
feature segment for today's episode, this episode. And I wanted to talk a little bit about, and this is how I'm going to introduce the, the idea. Well, it's multifaceted, really. I'd like to talk a bit about different podcast platforms. So not necessarily the podcast content, but the platforms that we each use and can recommend. And also, where else do we get our information from? Because you've just said in our beginning of this uh, episode, uh, a lot of information that I wasn't aware of. And obviously, you've got ways of gathering that news, haven't you? And you go to places, trusted sources that you are familiar <laughs> with, probably. And I just want to hear, where do you go for your news? Where well, do you get, get your news? Oh, it could be actual news. Now, as you know, our remit as a podcast is not to get political, but there's lots of different sources out there, isn't there? And I'm interested in this whole idea, in this world in which we live, where things, you know, can be accused of being unreliable sources and fake news and all that. I just wanted to have that kind of discussion without getting in any way controversial. Well, we've already been controversial, but let's try and keep this on a a fairly level playing field, shall we? Go on, what were you going to say, Ford? Well, I was going to answer a question but then there's no question now is it <laughs> where do you get your news hopefully there's a question hopefully there's a discussion here <laughs> personally i just make it all up do you all do you consider yourself to be a reliable source i'm an, uh, yeah i'm an authority <laughs> on everything i think yep <laughs> No, no I'm, seriously, personally, I uh, I listen to a lot of uh, podcasts on Google Podcast, which is which is pretty good, I think, yeah. personally. But I feel like a lot of the things I listen to are available on lots of different mediums, so I don't think it really matters. There's a lot on YouTube, and there's, yeah. I'm not actually subscribed to that many people, to be fair. So I don't know, Devin, where are you uh, Yeah. Well, it's it's a multi- before you go. Yep. This before you go and and start your comment. Um, no, I was going to leave. <laughs> yeah, don't leave. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's it. You're off. Well um, done. Um, it's a multifaceted question, as in, yes, it, there's the, in, like you said, um, Google Podcasts or whatever you use. That, that's one aspect of it. Hmm. But it is the feeds that go into that as well, isn't it? So it's not just the apps, if you like, that you use, the sources of information. Yep. So mm-hmm. I'm interested in both, is, is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Um, so the yeah. technology and the content. When, when you say, like, oh, I get my news from YouTube or something like that, mm-hmm. or Facebook, people always, like, look at you with disdain. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some actually really good news sources on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I follow a, a few um, channels called TLDR News, and there's mm-hmm. uh, one for the EU, there's one for international, there's one for UK, and they're actually really, really good, and I haven't seen any kind of much bias pushing of anything mm-hmm. on it, and it's actually really simple, really informative and quite interesting to watch as well actually so i'd recommend that on youtube tldr sounds sort of too long didn't read <laughs> yeah. 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 amazing it's really good that sounds very interesting i might look into that because um if i'm faced with a long article it does put you off doesn't it, it puts yeah. me off anyway yeah. yeah the problem i have with with our articles right so i've got like google like anyone else probably uh google chrome i go on but whenever i open a new tab you can scroll down and it says discover and it shows you a bunch of articles which you might be interested in but they're almost always clickbaity yeah yeah, yeah. So, um, like, okay, so there's a, a book series I'm very interested in, 
and the latest books rumors come out like well it's been pushed back several times but there's almost always an article about this book coming out and it never has any new information it's so irritating but it's it's always stuff like that you know and it, it's like well what what use is this news that, that google's trying to give me when you the people on youtube tend to be telling me about something new almost all the time you know i don't have a lot of experience with actual news because it's depressing but <laughs> yeah interesting yeah so if you went to like you talked a lot about star wars and other uh, you know other media you know what what where would you go to find out the latest on say a particular game or or a, a film that was how did you know that um ready player two was out because i okay so i've got um a few youtubers that uh, read books and review them and it's great okay. and stuff like that okay I don't think I'm actually subscribed to them. I just watch enough of their videos so that they pop up quite often. <laughs> so, so by by experiencing their content, you've felt you can trust them. You've you've grown a relationship with that knowledge. You know, you've either you agree with what they say or you find what they're saying uh, provocative and and thought provoking. Yeah, that, you, when when you, you stay with them, when you see a YouTuber and they tend to and they're they're on screen, they're talking, and you get a sense of their personality as well as mm-hmm. what they're talking about and their their yeah. character. Mm-hmm. Whereas whereas the articles that i have sometimes read you just don't get no. their agenda you know okay. and, and i know people on on any medium are probably just trying to make money or something like that but i don't know you know what i mean yeah yeah i can see that mm. i, I yes, just feel but... like i can trust people a lot easier when i can see them and hear their tone and stuff like that yeah let's face it today in this modern world in which we live everybody's self-publishing we're doing it now you know we're giving our thoughts to the world, aren't we? Now, not yeah, everybody's yeah. going to agree with our thoughts. Some people what? will. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, some people will strongly disagree with what we say and never listen to us again. Other people might listen to us, not enjoy, not listen, not agree with us, but still want to find out more and listen to other things because I say that perhaps they do agree. With. And that's the same, I think, with other content producers. Self-publicizing is available to everybody, isn't it, now? Yeah. And, um, yeah. Whereas, go back, rewind the clock, not just sort of a few years, but 10, 15 years um, when the internet was in its infancy and pre-internet days, all we had for sources of information were what was in the library, uh, Mm -hmm. what was on your four TV channels, and before that, three TV channels, before that, two TV channels, you know, and what was on the radio, and that's on the newspapers. That's all we could go, where the only places you could go. So those formats are now commonly referred to as the mainstream media, uh, are the established sources of knowledge and information are often frowned. We talked about social media platforms being frowned upon, Devin. Well, I think also some people would frown upon mainstream media, and I'm interested by that as well. Hmm. Uh, what makes some people very sceptical about things that they would hear and see on those um, mainstream media platforms, yet believe what the rest of the world is self-publicizing wholeheartedly. I think it's it's easy to imagine that big corporations could have a finger in every pie, so it's hard to eliminate biases then, isn't it? Because you can go like, oh, BBC really favoured this type of whatever and if this yeah, happens in the yeah. government then they'll receive these kind of subsidies or whatever it is well yeah um, true so it can be really easy to get imaginative with who is getting what from who when it comes to really yeah. big corporations so i think yeah. it, so i think a lot of people are leaning forward to what just individual people say on youtube yeah. or whatever on twitter because i feel like you could trust them a little bit more for some reason yeah, yeah. I, I also feel like for for the bbc say it's this is probably a personal thing to me it probably doesn't occur to many people but 
it feels kind of dirty that their livelihood, their job, 100% is to peddle these stories that are almost always exclusively sad. <laughs> and, and it's about somebody's unfortunate whatever. And they're okay. just making money off this. And it, yeah. it, it just feels dirty to me. I don't know why. Uh, but, but somehow that's different with YouTubers or something like that. I, I don't know why it makes mm, a difference, yeah. but it just feels weird. It's our fault because we click on them. Basically, and yeah. they, they report on what sells and what gets the clicks and what gets the reads. Mm. Yeah, bad news sells quicker than good news, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. So if they want to make a livelihood, then they, <laughs> they sell what we buy. Yeah, I agree. I agree with those thoughts about the um, the the mainstream media could be open to um, swayed journalistic preferences depending on you know the big financial backers and things like that. Yeah. But also, one comment I would like to mention here is that um, I, I'm less dubious of mainstream media than others that I know because they're more definitely more liable to litigation if what they're saying can't be proved to be true. You know, whereas yourself publicist guy in the basement of his mother's you know in the middle of middle america somewhere sat there in his t-shirt clacking it out on the internet on <laughs> facebook it there's got no liability at all he can say whatever he wants you know and there's no comeback there's no double no fact checking well, there's, uh, not, there's not none because they can get downvoted uh get dislikes well, and yes but unsubscribed if, and they'd lose a lot of credibility that, yeah. Okay. But if that person says things that appeal to other people's point of view, mm. then his ratings will go up, and whatever he says will be accepted as true. And so there's a danger there that our sources could be guiding us in other directions. I, I'm not saying that all self-publicising YouTubers and Facebookers and all that are, are, are like that. But what I'm mm. saying is, I think we have to try and get our information. And I'm skirting around politics completely because that's not our bag. Um, but we have to really think carefully about where we are getting our information and also marry it against other sources. And then just through all of that, a mixture of different routes of information, I think you'll somewhere find probably what's true and what's not. I think that. I think it's just this day and age more than ever we're seeing a lot of I, I was talking to somebody the other day, I won't say who who was um pro certain um eu politics regarding the separation from the european union it was devon wasn't it uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and also pro uh or anyway it was quoting it was very funny that's the only reason i'm commenting on it now was saying that uh oh uh, we've left the eu and with this global pandemic and uh, there's no unicorns because that was one comment that was made that unicorns would, when we leave EU, the whole world's you know our livelihoods are going to be full of rosy and yep. unicorns and all that. <laughs> uh, and and so this conversation went down the route that um, the pandemic's going to lead us into a zombie holocaust. Funnily enough, watch I've been playing that game. Who knows? Um, the and the unicorns are going to take over. And so I said, well, what about if we had zombie unicorns, you know? And I said, put it on Facebook and see if it takes hold. Because, you know, it might. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a zombie unicorn running down the street the other day. But that's possible, you know? Some people, uh... I'm mean, only a joke. But do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Okay. Make it up. See if it gains traction and watch it fly, you know? Um, no, you make a good point. Something you said about big corporations liable to mm -hmm. lose a lot more if they say something incorrect uh, made me think about this big case that happened recently. I don't know if you guys 
um, heard much about it, but it was about Johnny Depp and the mm. Sun newspaper posted an article basically calling him a wife beater. Yeah, I heard this, yeah. Yeah, and he basically tried to sue the Sun, but lost. Whether he actually was a wife beater or not, it, it, apparently they found that 12 of the 14 allegations, alleged instance of domestic violence had occurred. Mm. But really? And it's like, wow. well, why is he not in prison? It's like, mm. <laughs> it's very, it's very strange. Yeah. Everything that happened, but it seems like the Sun's kind of gone over it and not actually lost anything. Yeah. Is there a character deprivation? No. Um, slander. Let me just call, yeah, it, just call it slander. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, but they obviously, they've, they've ruled that it was substantially true, um, what the, the son said. So basically had nothing to go for it. But it's hard to, to know what actually is true and what's not. Yeah. And obviously the son had no implications for writing that. Hmm. Yeah. So you yeah. are slightly interested in, in politics, aren't you? Myself? Yes. You're asking me? Yes, I am. I uh, like to keep abreast of what's going on, yeah. In the do world, you, do you get the majority of your information from podcasts and well, probably podcasts, mm. or or is it like mainstream media? I think, as I've just been trying to sort of set out, really, I think it's important to have a bit of mixture of everything. Really, yeah. I like to listen to people that I disagree with. I like to have my views challenged, and I think all too often in this day and age, people are filtering out the things that don't agree with their or preconceived ideas. Um, I don't always get swayed by other. Or Alternative facts, <laughs> as, uh, alternative. as one, person, <laughs> as like one person famously um, has said. But I, I will listen. I will hear out other people of different views. You know. So, but when it comes down to your news stories, your everyday news stories, I will go to the BBC. I'll go to Sky. You know. I'll go wherever else I can go. Regarding things like the American elections recently, I've tried to get both sides of that story because they're so diverse. You know. I still have my own opinion, but I want to hear why the people who think differently why they're feeling like that you know and i'm trying to learn something about that even mm. though i still probably come away from it with the same view you know i find those things interesting anyway yeah does that make sense yeah i'm not a big fan of getting news off of facebook and other social media platforms because of the reasons i've already stated but i've got a few uh, platforms that i use i, I love my uh, going back to the technical thing rather than the content thing i love my podcast um platform that i use which is called overcast it's a great way of organizing my podcast as i've mentioned on the previous episodes i've got quite a lot of people that i follow listening to their material and i can manipulate the order in which i listen to them really effectively through overcast so that's a great it's the best platform i've found anyway but i also like there's an app i've used on my ipad called flipboard which you can subscribe to different content producers and they're just the interface is really pleasant to use you know hmm. so that's that's just some of my preferences i think flipboard and overcast again what content you put through those is entirely up to you yeah, but exactly. i'm not a, i'm not a big fan of facebook i must admit yeah, yeah. like you, you could follow bbc news on facebook oh absolutely yeah yeah so yeah it is difficult as I said at the beginning, it's like everyone looks at your disdain for saying, oh, you get your news from Facebook or YouTube, mm -hmm. when you choose yeah. what you're listening to through those things. Yeah. Like you could be watching the exact same video on Facebook as you're just watching the news on channel. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Would you say Reddit is good? I, I don't I don't mm. go there, but I wonder what them. I'm not too familiar with it. it. Yeah. I mean, as a website, I hate it, but <laughs> uh -huh. as a news source, 
I have no idea. I, I hmm. stay away from it, to be honest. Oh, right. I thought you had some experience. Uh, not really. I know a lot of people go to Reddit for that sort of thing, but yeah. yeah. I've um, only limited experience with Reddit. I think occasionally when I've been stuck in a game, I've um, Googled for some help, and uh, it's taken me to Reddit for gaming kind of tips and hints yeah. and things. But for, uh, for I don't know so if good. it's... <laughs> I'm sure it does more than that, doesn't it? But is it is it a platform that covers more than just... It's the front page of the internet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. According to Reddit. Oh, right. <laughs> According to them, yeah. yeah. Very good. There's, think... there's a lot of users and um, there's a lot of um, subreddits, they're called, which obviously... Um, so what it's mm-hmm. you can subscribe to that are different subjects. Yeah. Um, so you can get a lot of really good information from it, but anyone can post anything anywhere, pretty much. I think. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like getting your news from there. I don't really. Mm. I don't really know. There's one other reference point I was going to mention before we close this discussion, I think, and that is uh, Wikipedia. What do we feel about Wikipedia? Do you no. tend to? No. 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 Stay away from it. You don't Why? like Wikipedia because you can't reference it. Yeah. Well, what can you reference? Uh, articles, Books, yeah. BBC. You have to you have to go and buy a book. Nah, <laughs> I was actually going to talk about this. But I forgot. There's this, and it's kind of along the lines that we were talking about. There's this website now called SciHub, which basically allows as long as you've got the DOI of an article, like a, a academic article or book, you can put that into SciHub, and it gives you the whole article mm-hmm. for free. And it's okay. kind of like it's like the first free platform for these scientific journals and things like that. So it's really right. good for getting getting actual academic peer-reviewed articles oh, widespread that's interesting it's really really good uh, okay that's that is interesting i i've always felt that um i know that um wikipedia is definitely um user content it's it's you know updated by anybody because if you're if you've subscribed to it but i'll just mention i don't do this again very often um one of my favorite podcasters is um a guy by the name of dr carl you've heard me mention him before i think oh yes dr carl australian guy and uh, he he um, the naked doctor, the naked scientist. Yeah. Oh, the, the naked, the, naked the, scientist. The, yeah, way. but Dr. Carl is, is a fabulous font of scientific knowledge and and you know in many different fields. And he will often reference peer-reviewed journalism via or through the um, Wikipedia. You know, if there's a source it, for it, then yeah, that you can actually chase yeah. up the citation through. Then yeah, but. So I think I think what you said probably is incorrect in as much as that Wikipedia isn't. Oh yeah! Oh, this I mean, there's a there. citation anywhere. Like if yeah. uh, if Facebook Karen um, yeah. cites what you're saying, then yeah, it's trustworthy because yeah. you can read through the okay. citation and reference. But yeah. from what I've seen, most Wikipedia articles don't okay. have any citation. I know you can't trust it implicitly because, as I say, anybody can contribute to it. But I, I had a feeling that um, there is a lot of peer-reviewed material on there, and I think content regulated as well. If uh, you can report facts that are false, can't you? You can. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that was the only other thing I wanted to say about it. Is there anything else anybody wants to add? I feel like most of the podcasts and YouTube channels I'm a part of and listen to, they're all just nerdy or or Christian-y. Okay. Yeah, that's basically all I listen to. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Nerds and Christians. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it makes you part of who you are. I mean, we were going into second lockdown. And I was like, yeah. "Oh, Ford, we're going to second lockdown. Like, what? Like, have you have you seen?" He's like, "What? I haven't seen this at all." And it was like a few <laughs> days after it was announced. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like... Current affairs is not your thing, is it? No, is it? not at all. No. no. Unless it's, it's I do yeah. uh, Christian history, if you like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're our resident theologian, are you? Yeah. Oh no, I'm doing. <laughs> I won't troll. Interesting. Thank you. There's a good bit of 
interesting thought there. Yeah, Thank that was you. a really good uh, subject to bring. Very so I'm going to look up TLDR. What what platform is that? Where do YouTube. I search for YouTube, yeah. And Sci-Hub for some of the more serious I mean, stuff. Yeah, yeah, if you want to actually read through some really long academic journals. Oh, right. yeah. pr- probably not then. I'll wait till it comes out on DVD. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, is that enough? Yeah, nice. Let's move on. We've got some... Well, you do what you've got to do next. We've got some... <laughs> <laughs> we've got some random chat to talk about. The homework from last um, episode. And now it's time for Random Chatting. Alright, and on to our um, homework random chat uh, section. Mm. Um, last episode, obviously, we sent out the um, homework of watching the film Die Hard, which mm-hmm. was released in 1988. It um, follows a story about a deadbeat cop who <laughs> um, is kind of trying to win back his family, um, but kind of not at the same time, doesn't really care. Um, and mm. he gets <laughs> stranded in a terroristic situation where he has to kick butt and take all the names of all the terrorists Terror- literally on his arm. <laughs> yeah, he does, doesn't he? Literally, literally takes their names. Yeah. Terroristic, I love that phrase, yeah. I don't know if it's a word. It's not, but it's, <laughs> it, it helps, yeah, draws yeah. a picture. Yeah, that's basically it in a, in a small nutshell. Mm. Spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahead for sure. Mm. Yeah. If you haven't put... seen this film since 1988, where have you been? Yeah. yeah. Well, to yeah. be fair, this is my first time. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, <laughs> let's go with you first then, DeFord, because I'm interested to hear what you thought. Uh, well, I was just going to give a little heads up. It is an 18. Um, although yeah. I think if they'd removed like one detail from the film, I think it right. could have been could have been knocked right down, mm-hmm. personally. Well, I was going to say the nude woman, but whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, Yeah. this is quite gory, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, some of the shots and are quite graphic for the time. Mm-hmm. Probably not for now, though. No. Mm. Apparently, it had a, it had a budget of... 28 million and got 140 million on box office so and that's box office alone you know that's yeah that's pretty good that Mm -hmm. is pretty good (laughs) but also apparently critics didn't like it at the time which i find is quite interesting they thought it was really generic well they went on to make how many more about five i think altogether so obviously Mm. it it was doing something right wasn't it (laughs) obviously it earned its keep Mm. what did you think of uh, young bruce willis I've never seen him this young before. <laughs> he got hair, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty weird. <laughs> Not much, but some, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought he does a good job of the character that he's playing. Yeah, I enjoyed him. There's some, there's a nice mix. There's a lot of violence, but there's some interesting hints at humour as well throughout it. I don't know if it made you laugh at any point. It did me a few times, but we'll maybe come on to that. I've got lots of notes. I don't want to jump in and read all my notes. So let's just, who's going to go first? I wanted to jump in because um, obviously we set this video, set this film as homework throughout the Christmas period, and I wanted to say that. My favourite Christmas film is now officially Iron Man Three. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! If this is a Christmas film, then Iron Man Three is a Christmas film. And there we go. I don't know. This one actually had a Christmas music in it. Which it's I was got quite, it's got quite a lot really. of Christmas. It did. The main song isn't even a Christmas song. They just played it like it was Christmas. Right. <laughs> so there is. These are the songs. So I, I, you're jumping right to my final thoughts. Here. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> it's got Winter Wonderland song. It's got Christmas in Hollis by Run DMC. And of course, it's got Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. Those are three Christmas songs. And then it ends with If This Is Your Idea of Christmas, I've Gotta Be Here for New Year's. Mm. 
That doesn't mean it's a Christmas film, though. Okay. <laughs> it's a uh, film Jingle... that happened to be at Christmas. The story has got nothing to do with it being Christmas. And you hear that Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle Away, just before he shoots Hans at the very end. Spoilers. Yeah. Sorry, we don't do that anyway. And virtually, in the background, there's Christmassy theme music most of the way through, including the end credits. Um, yeah. I would like, I'd like to throw down a gauntlet here and say uh, Bruce Willis says it isn't a Christmas film. Yeah. I, I don't, oh. I don't know if you uh, take his word. Oh, oh yeah, uh, he does, doesn't he? Yeah, that's true. Good, yeah. but it's still most people's favorite Christmas. But it's film. not like it's not about Christmas. You can make it not it, Christmas and it'd be the exact same film. Set on Christmas Eve. The only reason he's there is because it's Christmas. He's come back to see his family. Yeah, he's come back Christmas. to see his family. You could oh, have just made that. it he's come back to see his family. Like, it right, it could be not Christmas and it'd be the exact same film. Right, ah. Get, getting off this boring point. Um, I didn't. I didn't really buy the uh, relationship issue with his wife. With his wife. Or, no, or because the... he was being lurry, lurry, lurry. What's the word? Um, <laughs> on several occasions, he takes a, a, a cock and a snoot and a glance at um, various other attractive women, doesn't he? So yeah, but their whole problem was that she wanted to pursue her career and he wouldn't support her yeah. or something like that. And and there's only like one conversation of that. And by the end of the film, they don't actually resolve anything together. No. And yeah, I just found that not very believable. I okay. assume he quit his job or got transferred to that police department. He probably wouldn't be able to get transferred th- to that police department, but he probably would just quit his job. I think because I think he would no. be like, oh, mm. I'm done with being policeman now. I thought he stayed where they were and she moved away for, because of her promotion. Yes, yeah, but Devon's talking about at the resolution at the end. Oh, oh right, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Something I really did like, though, is Alan Rickman in this film. He's I think brilliant. He's, I think he's, he's great. Yeah, I, I've written a line here. Alan Rickman is the best thing about this. Yeah. Really? You like <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. His character is brilliant, yeah. And his portrayal mm. of him is, is really clever. What do you think about his uh, American accent? Oh, I didn't see it as a problem. Was, was it bad? Well, he says he says it was. He thinks it's really bad, and it should have been yeah. dubbed over. Okay, oh, really? So, You've really looked into this deeply, haven't you? Yeah. Well, I did a bit of review. <laughs> yeah, no, but, yeah, it's quite good. I yeah. quite enjoyed it. It didn't take me out of the film or anything, so I don't no, see why. I, I didn't. I didn't jump out at me as being a problem. Mm. Yeah, there was some it, really good. Oh, go on, sorry. Yeah, I was just going to say it's really, uh, really slow and thrilling, isn't it? The, the film very compelling as well. I was, I was quite on the edge of my seat for most of it. Yeah, mm. the lift shaft scene was very tense. And he, um, when he was, um, I'm trying to remember now, it's been a few weeks since I've watched it, related with the fire hose roof jump as well. That was good. good yeah. There's some good tensions. Uh, a, few, a few technical problems I've had with it. Oh, uh, your DVD player wasn't working. No, no, technical things like <laughs> the, the incompetence of the deputy chief of police, Dwayne Robinson, just a total idiot hole. Yep. Um, the poor use of radios. Um, they didn't click the trigger button whilst they were transmitting to signify that the other person was signing off the radio chat whilst removing glass from his foot he was using both hands and he was having a conversation with the black guy outside uh, while he's removing lumps of glass from his foot yeah you know there's so many little things like that that jump out at me how can you don't use a radio like that you know um you do if you're john mclean Um, there was a a very big explosion from one block of c4 when he attaches it to a chair doesn't he oh yeah blows up the entire floor the the entire floor is gone (laughs) yeah Yeah. I mean, Um, that was a lot of C4, though. Was it? I thought it was just one block he puts on that. No, it was like a a barrel sized C4. Oh. Oh, I didn't think. Maybe I didn't look look close enough, but I I thought there was lots of explosions. 
as plosives. Oh, I was trying to think. What was the last? What did he when he the guy the lift door opens and there's a guy there all dead tied to a chair or something. Oh, yeah, ho ho ho! Now, now I have a gun. Now I have a machine gun. Ho ho ho! That's right. Yeah, I was thinking I would love to get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> With no. that in that writing, yeah, in the same yeah. style, that would be funny. Uh, yeah. The slight critique I have is kind of falls under the technical, maybe more film, filmography type yeah. of critique, uh, critique. Is that when you know he was hanging into the um, elevator shaft with the gun? Yeah, he was holding onto the strap of the gun. The strap. I yeah. thought it'd be, yeah. it'd be so much better and suspenseful if he was kind of like swinging to the side a little bit and it was leaning over to one side too much, so it was about to slip out. Yeah, I thought they would do that because it, it makes sense, but instead yes. they just made the strap break. Yeah. And I thought that was just a wasted opportunity. Like they could have, like, because you could feel it being really close to being slipping yeah. off, and then it didn't stop off at all. The strap just broke. It was a bit boring. Yeah. Mm. So I don't know why they didn't True. just, I don't know, do that because they were obviously mm. trying to make it seem like it was almost falling off. Yeah. But then they didn't make it fall off. They just made the strap break. So. So are we doing our critiques now? Not quite. Yeah. There's a couple. Of, there, there's another nice touch though. Uh, we're going backs and forwards with good things, bad things, aren't we? There's a scene where one guy flies through a, a glass window, and on the film as we see it, you for a split second, blood appears on this guy's forehead as he hits the glass. Now, whether it was real blood or not, because <laughs> I don't know how they could have technically done that. Because oh. this 1988, they didn't have CGI in those days. So um, what you see is what you got, as far as I can tell. But unless, of course, there was a pouch of fake blood that burst when he... But it, it was only on the scene, screen for a very fraction of a second. But I thought, mm. wow. Normally, in an action film like this, they're just flying through the glass and no sign of blood at all. But blood appears on his forehead as he hits the glass exactly the right moment. It could have been real or it could have been placed fake blood, but it mm. was a nice touch. Since we hardly see it, yeah. I, I wanted to say, because I kind of said it already earlier, but I like the uh, vulnerability of John McClane. He's, he's yes. not... Unlike like uh, modern action yeah. heroes of today like fast and furious it doesn't look like they've just no. been dropped in a vat of steroids you know uh-huh. just before the start of the film or something yeah, he, right. he's he's not overly built and he's he's uh really um mm. he's really getting hurt isn't he when he's in these yeah. fights and stuff yeah when he, when he gets shot he limps around when he stands on the glass it's a really big issue for him you know yeah yeah you can really tell he's getting exhausted for the entire thing and yeah. the police officer who's on radio too actually points that out as well yeah and talking to him about him being exhausted well the, the film opens with him being frightened of flying at the very beginning on the airplane mm. if you remember is is tense he's worried about this landing that the plane's about to do and so uh yeah it shows him as a vulnerable person doesn't it yeah it's almost as mm. if vulnerable characters make you like the character. Yeah. Oh, Who knew in in yeah, in, a, in a few hours he was going to be dangling from a skyscraper, you know. I was just going to move on to like uh, how their relationship with McLean and Hans, they only know each other for most of the film by their voice and yes. over the radio. Yeah. But in in a lot of films, you'd have the conflict at the end or something mm-hmm. where the bad guy and the good guy are just meeting and then they have a fight or something. But in this, they know each other through most of it. Yeah. yeah. And then they meet and they don't know they've met, kind of. Yeah, that's and right. Yes. It, yeah. I like. I really like that. Just how yeah. they got the bad guy and the good guy to interact, and yeah, and that's really good. I thought anyway. That's clever, wasn't it? Clever. Yeah, yeah. Because he pretends to be a hostage, uh, um, a civilian, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah, the bad guy pretends to be a civilian because he, he accidentally runs into McLean. He, he's yeah. unarmed, isn't he? I don't know yeah. why John doesn't just kill him. Oh, because he's a hostage or whatever. 
Well, no, but he wasn't. Like, he figured out he was hand when he was pointing the gun at him. Mm. And then the gun wasn't loaded. You could have just shot him. Bish, bash, bosh, job done. And then a few seconds later, the elevator opens and his bad guy's in it. Mm. That was a bit like, oh, you could have just killed him, then he wouldn't have had a leader. And then it would have been GG. Mm-hmm. But... Good game. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it wasn't I... at the end of the film yet. Oh, okay. Like, ah, yeah, that's right. I just hate those kind of moments. It's like, just do your job, mm. just kill him. You killed everyone else. The guy yeah. you don't matter. <laughs> just kill the main guy as fast as you can. Just say like, do all they mm-hmm. want. Now I go back to remembering. I've probably watched this. Probably my third time of watching it. I've watched it on a couple of other occasions. Never at the cinema when it first came out. But I do remember it on previous occasions being more violent. I thought it was a much bloodier film than it was when I watched it this time. Maybe I've hardened a bit in my uh, ability to watch things, but um, I. I seem to remember there being more innocent deaths. I, I think I only counted two innocent people who uh, actually died. I've forgotten who they were now. Well, One there's of, the oh, business guy, the yeah. head of the company. And the security guard, I think, the the desk front desk guy. There's another guy got, as well. Yeah, the uh, the douchebaggery um, entrepreneurial type. Yeah, he was getting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Sorry, there was three innocent deaths. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, but most of the rest of the deaths were uh, bad guys, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Right. Anything else? I've got a lot of nitpicks. Go on then. I've okay, already so, done some, but you've got some more. So when our main character John first comes into the building, the guy at the desk. He says you gotta you gotta insert the your name in the mm. thing to find out where your wife is. Yeah. Whatever. And Touch then screen technology. Did you notice that? That, that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, but, wow, in '88. <laughs> but then he punches it in. He says, ah, floor 30. And then the guy behind the desk says, yeah, they're the only ones in the building. Mm. Why would you make him insert the? Because he was being awkward, wasn't he? Very awkward. Yeah, he was. He was being a, a snotty-nosed. Um... What do you call it? Um, Jobsworth. Yeah. I find oh, it highly that... unlikely. My nitpick with that is highly unlikely that you can just randomly put in anyone's name and find out exactly where they are instantly without having to show you who you are or anything like that. Well, oh. well I think it would because you'd have to say, when you sign in somewhere, you have to say where you're going, don't you? Well, in some in some buildings, they just have it plastered on the wall, don't they? He, he yeah. could have just put, he could have in anyone's name. And then he would have gone, okay, yeah, his office is over there. You can get there just like that. And there you go. Pop off. You can yeah. go and visit this person. It's like, it could be it could be anyone. Okay. You definitely can't do that. Like, they don't even let you visit people, even if you do know them. Anyway, the uh, the reporter <laughs> character, annoying, but also completely pointless. Mm. Now, I know the reporter gets to the kids, um, to the, our main character's kids, yeah. and starts recording them. And that's how the bad guy finds out the Yeah, who's who. Yeah. Who, who's his, his wife is in the building as well. Yeah. Um, but we didn't need to see the backstory behind that. We could have just seen, oh, as a reporter taking these children's yeah, information. It, it, what was the whole point of all that screen time? Because she couldn't. Because then they could punch. She could punch him at the end. <laughs> she <Yeah>. did, <laughs> she yeah. really did punch him at the end, didn't she? Yeah, and then she gets arrested for assault. Yeah. <laughs> off, off screen. I wanted to know, Devon, as a, a, a lawman in training, how did you feel about the way the police handled themselves in this film? Dreadful. Yeah. Dreadful. Yeah. <laughs> they were they were awful. FBI, the the chief of police or the assistant chief of police were dreadful. I know yeah. you were asking me, but carry on, Devon. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty much all trash, but that's how it's supposed to be, I think. It's supposed to be oh, this one random cop who can't even yeah. hold a gun anymore, even though he's an American policeman, um, yeah. is somehow the best policeman in the entire force yeah. and the best ones are actually the worst ones mm. um, yeah I think it was just meant to be like that and it was trash as, as our main character is trying to get the uh, the police's attention essentially and he uh, yeah. he ended up throwing a guy out of the building right yeah. so he lands on this policeman's car and then yeah. they know there's a problem yeah. and then the uh, the head honcho policeman comes over and says 
well, that could just be a drunk guy who jumped off. He committed suicide or whatever. Yeah. He's got bullet holes in him. I know. John, John McLean yeah. just shot him to death and threw him off a building. I mean, yeah. how can you, you think can... that's a suicide? Because I wrote, Dispatch, the radio operator, hears machine gun shots and sends a single black and white police car, you know, the single cop, to go and investigate machine gun shots. So it precedes even that, I think, the well, ridiculousness of the police's behaviour or response, rather. Did hear the machine gun shots? I thought she just heard the um, John McLean's complaints. No, you could hear machine gun in the background while, yeah, while he's it, on the phone. That's, yeah. that's how it cut off, wasn't it? Because he yeah. started getting fired at and he was like, Ooh. Yeah. Oh, we better send a single guy to go and look at it, look into it, yeah. And, and why are they picking up the hostages on the roof? They're in a building. They could just walk out the front door if they were going to give them up. Yeah. Like, they, is that, they were taking the hostages so that they could take them to the hostages to the airport of where they would arrange another transport out to wherever they need to be. And then they would give the hostages over so they don't get shot when they just go to the roof of the helicopter. You, you've done this before, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I retract that. A- Good point. A- any, other, any other problems? <laughs> no, I've run out of problems. There you go. Okay. Yeah, good so, film. Yeah, it's uh, maybe it's not an actual issue, but it's like the FBI. The whole plan for Hans was that the FBI would turn off the power mm-hmm. to the building. Yeah, if they didn't do that, they would have nothing. They couldn't get through yeah. the seventh lock, and that's a yeah. bit strange. Well, apparently that's standard protocol. That's what uh, everyone was saying in the film. You know? Yeah, but it's like I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it makes sense personally. So if he wanted police attention, surely he could have gone about it in a better way to get the attention. Oh, you mean McLean? No, if uh, Hans, Hans wanted Hans the FBI, didn't he? Yeah, he he needed to be discovered. Yet at the beginning of the film. Or the first segment of the film, you know, first act as we call it. it he's it's all about um, McLean trying to get the attention of the police. Oh yeah, that's because Hans didn't want it. And to, it when, when the police finally come, he's like, "Wow, this is a bit early, but we can still make." Oh it yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, it was yeah. trying to delay it, but it was still trying to get the attention at some point. True. It wanted it at a certain time, yeah. Got, got. So may I ask, how many overly confident, uh, incompetent cops do you give it, out of, <laughs> give it out of 10? Oh, dear. I always feel like I go for seven on everything. <laughs> it, it doesn't It doesn't wow me. It's, uh, it's showing its age a little bit, but I still enjoyed the ride, you know. It was still a great action film. I think, considering how old it is, it was. it still holds up. I had a lot of fun. It kept me interested. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give it eight overly confident, incompetent cocks out of ten. Okay, that's hard to say. That I thought it would be. I felt like I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Yeah. Um, but I think still, I'll probably go for seven still because it, it was yeah. it was just a bit like I can see why the critics thought it was just a bit mediocre or it's done before or it was just like. No, a... Well, the point is, it hadn't been done before. Well, I mean, a lot of people now would say this was pioneering so many tropes. Well, now tropes, you know, mm-hmm. that's what they say anyway. Yeah. It certainly took Bruce Willis's career to a new level. Anyway, it was—I mean—he was known for a TV actor before this, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. And he became then a big ace grade movie star after that. So, uh, yeah. I was going to say, and the uh, and the antagonist uh, Hans. Mm. I said his name earlier. I've forgotten it now. This Alan, was Rick- fi- Alan Rickman. Yeah. Alan Rickman. This is the first film he was in as well. Really? This kind of made his name as well. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah. So I'll get a bit different. Then you said seven. You said eight. So. I'll a seven and a half. <laughs> fair enough. Is that fair enough? It's supposed to. 
Yeah, we can't have the same. So, yeah, I think that's a fair fair assessment. Can we agree it's not a Christmas film? No. Yes, thank you. Sorry. Well, it's, it's two, two over one, so... Well, I can't unanimous. I can't make it unanimous. Okay. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> it, it is a Christmas film. It's the, ma- set the majority it. of the Theory of Anything podcast think it's not a Christmas film. It, so. It's set It's set at Christmas, and it's, Christmas is the reason for it happening. It's not, uh, no. <laughs> uh, our, <laughs> main, our main character wouldn't be there if it hadn't been Christmas. Eve. I'd be well, on board if if Bruce Willis hadn't already said right ho 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 on a dead guy's that doesn't jump. mean it's a Christmas film though mm-hmm. uh, got... what did you want Santa Claus to turn up I wanted to be about Christmas there was Santas Christmas. on nearly every desk there was desks covered in that Santa doesn't mean it, it means it's a film based on Christmas at, trees at Christmas time it's not about Christmas but it is a Christmas film that doesn't make sense though it's the most it's about action and adventure and even comedy at times why can't it's not it be about a... Christmas why can't it be a Christmas comedy action film it can cover Christmas. more than one genre <laughs> if it's not about Christmas Doesn't okay okay well about... do you would you say that Iron Man 3 is a Christmas film then? I haven't watched it yet mm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Why is it? Does it snow in that? Uh, I think yeah. so. Yeah, and there's yeah, a big Christmas tree in the living room. Okay. It depends what if that Christmas tree plays a significant part in the story. Um, dear listener, we've probably cut most of this argument. I hope. <laughs> okay. I think you're I welcome. Think we've we've well and truly cooked that turkey. Yeah, I'm down to the ground. <laughs> <sighs> oh dear me. Okay. Excellent. Let's move on. <laughs> it's homework time and farewell. This is the first music I think I've chosen. Uh, our oh, next... really? I think so. Uh, next it... week, we're listening to music for homework. Wow. Seriously? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think yeah, Have it makes we sense. imposed all that horrible music on you over the last 35 episodes? <laughs> We've episode. asked him for suggestions. He hasn't given us any. Okay. No, I'm so not much of a music guy, except with a classical music. Oh. Uh, even then, I'm not much of a music guy. So we're going to listen to Hulse the Planet. Isn't it the planets? Yeah. Planet's got an S on the end. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> if you want to do it, you can. Right. <laughs> I just know a, li- a little bit less than you, but. <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah, it'll be a bit of a uh, unusual one for us, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what we uh, can do. Mm-hmm. What do you, how do you guys feel about that? Fabulous. That sounds really good. Well, I, I approach it <laughs> with slight trepidation, but I'm willing to give it a go. Yeah. Da, I, know da, da, love, I know you love listening to classic <laughs> FM, don't you? Doesn't that stir anything in you? Yeah. <laughs> da, 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 dum. There you go. Hitchhiker's quote. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I think that pretty much does us then. Obviously, feel free yeah. to uh, listen to that. It's kind of an album, but not really an album. It's like a collection of songs, I think. Um, listen to it with us and give your thoughts. Obviously, you can give your thoughts in the comment section down below if you're watching on YouTube or listening on YouTube. Um, we do have a Facebook page, which you can find us on. Um, obviously, we've still got a Twitter, which is at Theory of Any Ting, T-I-N-G at the end, and Either you could just email us as well, because um, some people don't want to be public, which I can understand completely. Mm-hmm. Um, and our email address is theory of anything at hotmail.com. Um, so you can obviously give us your thoughts about anything we've said today, um, your thoughts on the, the homework, or any suggestions that you've got for us in mm-hmm. the future as well. That'd be great. Tell us tell us where we're wrong on any any of our views. Yeah, or all <laughs> of our views. If that was possible. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think sorted thank you if that's your idea of christmas then that's the end of the podcast yeah <laughs> Excellent. well i think that was a lovely anniversary birthday edition episode thank you guys <laughs> it's, it's it's weird you're referring to it as a birthday yeah yeah it is we're one year old yeah but All the right. podcast wasn't really born well 
It did. It, was it came born out from in it. the mind. Okay. Yes, it was. Yeah, the mind child. Yeah. <laughs> Shall I do the thing? Yeah, do the thing. Right, so, okay, gents. Until we meet around the microphone again next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.